Welcome to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. I'm your host, William Cheshire. Join me in learning about optimistic solutions to some of society's problems as we interview entrepreneurs, small business owners, and employees, among others, working to provide solutions and bring positivity into the world. Welcome into another episode of Talking Solutions with the Chesh. I'm your host, Will Cheshire, and today we have a special episode, our first international episode. Uh, a gentleman from the UK with us today and the founder of a company called Wing, Mr. Sina Sadsadeh. And Sina, how are you? And thanks so much for joining us. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much, Will, for inviting me on. Uh, it's amazing to hear that I'm the first, I guess, international. I remember on my podcast, my first one was from first international was from the US as well. So I guess uh, <laughs> giving the favor back. Yeah, beautiful little cross uh, across the pond uh, interchange here. You got to love it. So Sina, tell us a little bit about Wing, about your company, what it is, what it does, and why it provides such a, a great solution to some of our societal issues. So I saw and my found my co-founders saw a loss of innovation within online networking so like platforms such as like Hopin, obviously like zoom as well like what they were exploding during during covid um obviously because people want to like meet each other still like go to go to these networking events go to meetings and things but as kind of as that went by we were kind of wondering you know there's not gonna there's not that much innovation that's happened in in-person physical networking like your people are still kind of like lumped into a room, expect to, you know, talk to one another without kind of like, they expect to find meaningful conversations, expect to like, you know, exchange contact information the best way possible. And we kind of broke that down, broke the whole transition from, I guess, like before you meet that person, as you meet that person, and then after you meet that person, and they kind of broke down the different pain points of each one. And we discovered there's so many different like pain points for each one of those different segments. And the one that we really wanted to focus on that we saw, you know, huge inefficiencies and like huge environmental waste from was was paper business cards. You know, as as a young person myself, and I guess like for you as well, like you wouldn't, you'd hate to receive a paper business card. Like the first thing you do when you get given one is you throw it away. Like they're they're incredibly wasteful. And they're not just, this is another thing that people forget. They're not just wasteful in terms of when you receive one, but they're also wasteful because you order say a thousand and then say, if you get promoted or if your name changes, if you get married or like you change company or whatever, you have to throw away like, I don't know, 80% of those cards because you don't get around to using them all. And like the waste is pretty, pretty obscene. People don't really realize it, but the equivalent, like before COVID, when people were actually handing out paper business cards, the equivalent to a thousand trees were being literally thrown away, like cut down um, because that was the level of waste, right? That, it was crazy. Um, I think it was like 24 million paper business cards were wasted, like thrown away every day. And that's the equivalent to a thousand trees. So the, the, that's the statistics. And yeah, it's a massive problem. And, and not only like the problem from the environment, but also the problem, I guess, of the limited nature of paper business cards and how out outdated they are. You know, when you get given one, it's like, yeah, it's cool. It's got the name and phone number and stuff, but people have kind of moved on from that. It's not just, you know, people have got other things. People have got side hustles. People have got Instagram pages. People have got, you know, graphic design portfolios. People have like a podcast. People have got so many different things and elements to them as a person that they can't showcase 
on a pay business card. It just doesn't, it doesn't have the space, right? So we came out with a contactless business card that's powered by the same technology as Apple Pay or Google Pay, so contactless technology. And basically, I could just show you how it works. You got your phone here, you just tap it there, and you just come up, well, it's hard to do it like this, but it comes up with the profile, so that's me. It's quite, the lighting's a bit poor. You scroll down, so like that's, that's everything there. So your Instagram is there, your LinkedIn is there, um, for me, my podcast is there, so you can have whatever link you want. And the cool, the cool thing that we put a cool little button is the add to contacts button. So if you press it, it just links up with the contacts app. So that 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 just automatically saves all your information on their phone. So your email address, your phone number, and your name. So it's way more efficient than having to read out you know having to like someone actually say their phone number physically to you and then you having to like manually type it into your phone mm. it's way better than that so yeah that's what we came out with and we've we've sold quite a fair few and you know with this card you know you can you can continuously update your your profile so if you change job if you change your name or if you get more experience you get promoted or whatever you can just change your profile you can just change the links you can change the backgrounds so it's way more it's far more expressive it's far more inclusive of what you're trying to do in life and um so you only need one card forever one card for life you never need to order thousands of paper business cards ever again so in that way it's incredibly good absolutely i mean you hit on a couple of things there that really stood out to me you know and in, in the type of solution that the the card solves or the problem that it solves uh number one it's it's modern Right, it's modern technology. It's 2021. Paper business cards, like you just said, I'm a prime example. I ordered a bunch of business cards right before the pandemic, and I think I've maybe given out about 20. I haven't thrown them away. Mm -hmm. I still have them, but nonetheless, they're just wasteful. They're just there. So you're solving that pain point and getting rid of all the just unnecessary waste, which is obviously a huge problem that we have all across the board. Uh, and number two, again, it's that technology that you have where it's just so simple. And for those of you listening on audio, you can check the video out on YouTube to just kind of see how it works. But yeah, but but you just pick up your phone, you just pick it up, you put the card really close. It's a contactless technology. And then next thing you know, you have links all over your phone, uh, which is far better, right? Because like you said, there's an opportunity for business owners. You know, I'm like myself, I have a services businesses on the side, but now I have an opportunity to do a podcast, your social links. So I think it, it really emphasizes there. But one of the things I wanted to touch on and ask you a little bit about as well was some of the environmental things that it solves. It sounds like part of your, your marketing, your pitch, and something that's obviously really important to you, and I imagine the other people on your team, is the fact that you are doing your part and helping to kind of eliminate waste and also put that message out that, hey, a business card doesn't seem like it would be doing a lot of damage, but when you accumulate all of it, it's kind of a big deal. Well, I mean, it's not, I guess, like oil spills in the, in the like Mexican Gulf sure. or whatever, but it's, but it's pretty crazy. Like it's something, this is the thing, right? Oil is like, or like other environmental issues, there's going to be some level of trade-off, right? Like when it comes to like cutting oil, it's like, yeah, but we need petrol for cars or we need to like make plastics or something like that, something like that. I'm not saying those are right, by the way. I'm just saying like there's there's going to be some level of like pushback from those issues. But when, when you're thinking about issues such as paper business cards, it's such an easy thing to move on from. Like if you think about, I guess, 
plastic straws, right? I don't know how how popular plastic straws are in the US, but in the UK and, and Europe, they're not, they're not used anymore. They're all paper straws now. But I guess 10 years ago, people were like, they don't really care about it. But now, I guess, like, it didn't seem like a big issue at the time, but because there's a huge accumulation of those plastic straws, it was a huge problem to the point where the government was like, no more, we're just doing uh, paper straws now. Because because this is the thing, it's an easy substitute. So with with this contactless business cards that we've got, it's not only an easy substitute, but it's like, it's a no-brainer for a lot of other things because it's like, it's so much more powerful than a paper business card it's way more expressive you can change your backgrounds people can download your contact information with just one tap rather than having to go home manually put in your number from the from looking at the paper business card and then like praying they didn't type it in wrong or whatever it's it's way it's just a lot easier so when something is so easy to to rectify and fix from an environmental standpoint it doesn't make sense that a better solution doesn't exist and so that's why i think this this had to come around um, sooner, sooner, or sooner or later, right? And like we, we've got some great new features coming up as well, like that would that would really help, you know, augment this and sort of build a lot of software around sort of the other pain points that exist in in-person networking. Um, I can't go into them too much at the moment, but like we want to really make yeah paper business cards obsolete because our software and our technology will enable you to get so much more value from talking to people in person and the way to exchange information is with the contactless technology and with all the software that we put around it would be like a no-brainer in terms of switching from paper business cards to, to what we have yeah i think the the plastic straws are a really good example of that you know i mean obviously in the u.s it's so big so i can't speak for for everywhere across the u.s but you know i know in the area i'm from seattle area plastic is is definitely frowned upon you know it's bad i mean you, you might get people yelling mm. at you for buying you know i don't know bottled water or something you know so let alone straws let alone straws yeah I mean, my sister is a huge com uh, proponent for for none of that and all about reusable straws and so i find that interesting because it's one of those things where 10 years ago you didn't think about it but now you don't really think about not having a plastic straw mm. you know paper straws are just kind of normal and and uh that's a great point about the business cards kind of just being a step behind that and following it in from the business world is it's just something that you don't think much about but it's such an easy fix and it will help you know it, it'll be hard to kind of see visually how much it helps but it does really kind of help uh, you know, with, with the environment and things of that nature and the damage that it causes. And to top it all off, I, I want you to talk a little bit more about, you know, some of the, the cool features and what it does, because it sounds like if I'm not mistaken, I mean, you can customize your, your, your links with themes and things like that. So tell us a little bit more about some of the cool features you can do with it. Yeah. I mean, so you can have, we support over like 90 social media platforms. So like we're talking like LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, like obviously email, phone number that you would normally get. Uh, WhatsApp, so like when you press the WhatsApp link, it automatically saves them as a WhatsApp contact. Telegram, like we Slack, like there's so many different platforms. And this is another cool thing is that if, if there's a platform that we don't support, you can email us, DM us on Instagram, join our launch group, which is like a exclusive group of the, the first few owners of, of cards. Um, you can suggest a new platform, like, and and we'll and we'll make it for you. So, so many different people have like suggested new new platforms, especially Telegram, because Telegram was something that, I guess, in the UK, it's not very widely widely used, but we had orders from uh, from Israel and other countries where they do use it a lot. So we built that we built that in for them. 
And so, yeah, with the profile, it's you got like a, you got a bio, you got different themes, different colors uh, that you can that you can use. We'd love to be able to get to a point where, oh yeah, our next sort of iteration of the profile is being able to customize it even more. So being able to, I guess, change the um, icons, being able to change the background with the hex code, so you can change, you can sh you like select your own colors and all of that stuff really i think the the main the main thing that we've been working on for the past couple of weeks was the add to contacts button like that's that's a feature we're really proud of because we're not just i guess like a lot of people say we're just like linktree for instance but i think we're like way more than that and what where we want to be is like way more than just linktree right because linktree is obviously not built for networking it's built for like you know instagram or whatever it's built for something else Whereas for us, we only want to be a networking tool. So this feature that we built in where you can press it, iOS or Android, doesn't matter, your contact information is saved automatically. Because yeah, that, that's such a pain point when it comes to in-person networking. Oh, let me grab your number and you have to type it in. Let me grab your name and you have to pray that you don't spell the name wrong. Like my name's quite difficult, so it's happened a lot. Or like, let me add you on LinkedIn. And it's like, oh, I, like, there's loads of people with your name. Which one is you? Like, it's so slow. But with 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 this card because it's got all the different links, like it makes everything so much faster. And even like setting up a setting up a I guess a meeting with them, right? Like so many times I've been to a, a networking event and I'm like, oh, I really want to like grab a meeting with you. What's your email to like email you about it? Well, if you can just email them then and there, like that would save so much so much hassle, right? Like that's just the way it is. Like we need to be the first or whatever to, to really concentrate on this. And oh yeah, you asked about the profile. Uh, yeah, we just have loads of colors, basically loads of different themes. And yeah, that's that's it really. You can you can put your location as well, which is quite a cool new feature that we put. Whatever photo you want, you can change it whenever you want as well. So yeah, the, those those are pretty much all the features on on the on the profile side at the moment. I'd be I'd be curious to hear a little bit. Well, number one about you know the the overall response you get, especially for the environmental things as well. But before I get into that, I'd be curious to see what type of demo business demographic uh, has been your guys's kind of number one target and whatnot. Um, I obviously am a digital entrepreneur, so I spend a lot of my time traveling. I spend a lot of my time interacting with other digital entrepreneurs. And, you know, I personally see this as like a really cool option for that, because now you're talking about people, you're always networking when you travel. I mean, you're always meeting new people and you're always doing some cool things with people. And I'm like, man, if I had this car, it'd be super cool to just, you know, because that's what you do. You meet new people. And even if it's, you know, obviously, if it's just a friend, then you get that. But in the business world, which, you know, for a lot of people that don't know, there is a pretty big traveling business, digital nomad entrepreneur community out there. I imagine that could be a pretty good base for you guys as well. In addition to traditional networking, like you said, at a hall. So just curious, kind of curious to see where your demographics are at in the early stages, because I know obviously this is this is a fresh in a new company. Mm, yeah, we're only like a few months old, which is like pretty cool that we got to this stage and already like, this is the thing with, I guess, entrepreneurship is we, we are testing out, I guess, our customers um, and who they are. So we're testing out and the way that we're testing this, and I guess like people listening that want to start a business, this is how we're testing it. It's probably like, it might not be the right way for you, but it's the way that we're testing it. We're trying out different marketing channels seeing you know if people buy it so we tried we've, we've been trying tiktok for the last couple uh weeks we've we've obviously tried instagram we just tried like me speaking to entrepreneurs in my network and stuff like that um and you know tiktok hasn't we've got a couple sales from it but not too much we got most of our sales from entrepreneurs 
and business owners at the moment, but not just, I guess, big business owners. Although we want to go into that direction, but at the moment it's just like small, you know, freelancers or individual business owners and stuff like that. But, you know, we're still testing it, right? Like a lot of people have bought it just because it's a cool tool. Like they've never owned a business card in their life, but they see this and they're like, hmm, I like, I, I want this. So it's quite cool to know we're not just competing. We're not actually just competing with the pay of business card industry. It might even be an, an, its own market in itself. Like it is quite cool. I remember there is this sort of like data analysis analysis that you can do in terms of, I guess, like which market that you fall into It's called the SNP test. And it's, it's very mathematical, but the, I guess the essence of it is if I guess prices of one of one market increase or so the paper, if the prices of paper business cards increase what would that do in terms of sales of your business card of, of like my business cards for instance and if there's if there's no real correlation then they're probably in different markets uh if there's a, if there's a small correlation then probably like very similar but if there's a big correlation then they're very they, they're, they're in the same market right this is just like a theory this is like a theory that it's like an empirical theory but the, the concept still stands where i guess if it's a substitute for that product so if people are buying it instead of a paper business card, then you're competing with paper business cards. But if they're just buying it outright and they've never owned a paper business card before, then that's a, that's a cool thing because it, we know like it's a new industry that we, we might be going into. It's a new market. So at the moment, to answer your question, we don't, we don't entirely know actually who our customer is. And like, we'd probably know in the next few months, you know, once we've fleshed out our marketing structures and, and stuff like that, and our sales strategies and stuff like that. But at the moment, not really. That's why we started this launch group as well. For, so for other business owners that want to start a, a tech business or software business or any sort of business, like having a launch group is so is so important. Like, and it doesn't have to be in terms of like a group chat, which is what we have, but it could be like a mailing list or it could be, I don't know what else it could be. It could be Facebook group. It could be like literally anything really. It could be just a group of people that you meet every week. It, it could be a physical thing. But like the important thing with them is that obviously I can see the profile of each person. Like I speak to them on a weekly basis, right? And they also give us features that they want in the in the profile. So it's it's customer validation there and then, which is really good for us because before we would just like build out features because we're kind of half guessing like whether people would like it. Whereas now they suggest features to us. We know that they would love it. And if they would love it, chances are other people would love it. And they're very sort of honest about their feedback, positive or negative on what we're doing. So I've got a very good understanding of who our hardcore customer demographic are and it's and it's small business owners uh usually one or two members in that business like a handful of people in that in the team and they're usually quite young as well they're usually like millennial age primarily like male as well which is a bit i don't know if that's because maybe like it's the technology that we're putting out there or our different sales channels or i don't know but we have had in recent weeks more females ordering it so i don't know maybe it was just like a an anomaly i don't know in the in the in the first few months i think that is really important for a business to know is like who their sort of customer segments are and break it down very very like heavily not just in terms of i guess data so not just in terms of i guess their age their you know their sex their whatever stuff like that but also in terms of i guess personas so what are they trying to achieve in life what are their motivations what makes them happy what makes them sad stuff like that and that's really important because you can actually build a product that they would love. They would actually fall in love with because you're, you're, you're building a product around their visceral sort of problem. So for us, we're not, yes, we're building a product that's like a biodegradable 
plastic and like reusable for life business card that that is that's quite cool and obviously it's contactless i forgot to mention as well no one needs an app to use the use the card i know that's a question that i get quite a lot so no one needs an app for the card to to use it yeah but this is the thing we're not just creating this card like that that's not our product our product on a high level is we're trying to get people more meaningful meaningful connections we're trying to make them happy with a with a wider network we're trying to get people noticed we're trying to you know give them more status in networking events we're trying to give them more more authority or whatever so these are more visceral things and when you kind of break that down in your mind it does give you a lot of clarity as a business owner to where you want to go next as as the card so we want the card to be way more premium than it is right now we want the card to be you know we want it to have more features on the profile to allow our users to have that sort of like more meaningful connection to save time to be happier in terms of those in terms of those things so that launch group is really important to us and the add to contacts button was actually suggested by someone in our launch group so it's really important for anyone in the business so if anyone actually wants to join our launch group you can probably buy a card first and then you can the link will be in the link will be in the the email that you get to, to join the launch group yeah yeah you, you got my marketing mind kind of spinning you know what i mean like uh <laughs> i see i see a lot of really cool avenues you can do whether it's you know targeting like you know digital entrepreneurs kind of like what i said or you know getting the uh members after work hanging out in shoreditch or something like that but yeah i mean it, it's it's such a dynamic tool as well and customer segmenting and things of that nature but i want to go back to uh, to the kind of the responses you get when you kind of give them that pitch about okay number one is contactless number you know number two it's going to really help with the innovation of technology like you just talked about in networking but i'm curious to get Curious to hear the type of responses you get when you go into that pitch of like, hey, in addition to having this advanced technology, being able to network so much easier, it's also a solution to not being wasteful. I mean, I would imagine that a lot of people probably think that's pretty cool. And uh, one of those things where they didn't really think about how wasteful a business card was, kind of like what we mentioned earlier. I'm, I'm curious to see what type of responses you've been getting from the entrepreneurs and from your uh, Slack group and things like that. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people think that the contactless feature is really cool. So it's just like the the sort of like you only need to ever have one card and that card is it looks pretty cool and like the status that comes with that is pretty cool as well. But yeah, it's it's in terms of the waste as well. Like but this is the thing, I think like as we just started, I guess our customer segment is a bit different to where we want to be. Because right now the only kind of pain point that we're solving is well, I guess like the only thing that we're that we're doing is like it's a cool tool that you can use to to network. Whereas, and the reason why we're not hitting on that sort of the wasteful nature is because it's mainly businesses that waste all these paper business cards because they're the ones that that order it for their employees and stuff like that. So once we're at a stage where we can go B two B, then we can definitely solve that problem. And but we've just launched with the B two C side. Uh, and we're going to continue to be the seaside because like we love it. It's, it's amazing, but it's the businesses mainly that, that waste all the, all the paper business cards. So once we go to them, that's the selling point that we'll give to them because that's the sort of demographic that, that exists. And obviously a lot of businesses want to be forward, forward focused. They want to be sustainable in their nature, but if they're still giving out their employees, like thousands of paper business cards that 80% go to waste, it's like, Okay, well, it makes a lot more sense for you to order just one for your for one employee, and that'll be their card forever, right? Until 
they leave or whatever. So it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, absolutely. It makes ton of sense i mean uh, maybe for me as well you know like i mentioned i ordered my business cards and everything and maybe that was just me being formal with it and probably not a necessity as well but there's definitely you know something really good for the btcs uh, as well like those small business owners that you were talking about uh, but do you you mentioned that you guys really love what you're doing right now in that market segment as well but i also heard you say earlier that um, you did kind of want to target some of the bigger companies and stuff like that. So how do you kind of foresee the direction of Wing going uh, in the future? Do you see it being both or do you see it kind of more evolving from the small business owner to more of a corporate focus on those bigger industries or do you see it a kind of a mix of, of, the, of the two? Before I enter this sort of market, I, there, are, there are quite a few competitors out there doing like what we're trying to do. However, what I would say is that like just from looking at their websites, looking at like the sort of things they're putting out there, it looks like these people have just started just because they want to get a quick buck or like it, like the margins and stuff. I don't know, like maybe they want to basically just put something out there and make, make a quick bit of money. But with us, like we really don't see it that way. Like we charge, we charge lower than they do just because we want people to use it. Like they charge, I think like one of our competitors charges like 99 pounds for their metal card and when we come out with their metal card it's not going to be that much like nowhere near and like actually there's one in the us that charges like 250 dollars per year to have a metal card so it's like they're crazy expensive just because i feel like they're making they want to make that's per year as well it doesn't make sense to me but there might be a lot of money in it especially if they put a lot of money behind facebook ads and a lot of our competitors are putting a lot of money behind facebook ads but i think that's just it that's it there's no end goal they're like once i make the money I'll just leave the market. That, that's it. But with us, we really see like we really want to innovate across all the sort of stages of in-person networking to make it as easy as possible to create as you know really meaningful connections for a lot of people. So we don't just see ourselves as a card company at the moment. Like at the moment, we are just a card company. But in the future, we're not going to be like that. We want to be more software and just making it easier for people to network. So I really see us growing as more of a software company to really you know innovate within that space like i think a lot of other competitors see themselves as more hardware they don't really concentrate on the software at all so their profile is like quite poor they don't really concentrate on that on that side so yeah we want to we want to make some softwares that really help people network and the add to contacts button is a prime example of, of like where we want to be like stuff like that is a very good example of where we want to be and once we get into that space of more meaningful connections for for people then we would go to like businesses and individuals and we can sell that software to basically, yeah, create more meaningful connections for everyone. So that's kind of where we want to be. And obviously the card will be kind of the core of all of that because that's, that's where we started. That's where we, that's where we see our value as well. So yeah, it, it's quite exciting because there's so many different avenues we can go down. We haven't limited ourselves at all. Whereas like other competitors, I feel like I've really boxed themselves in. They're not really thinking ahead of, or they're not really thinking of the possibilities of where they could go with the card. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool where we're, where we're thinking of going. That add to contact feature sounds amazing because I, uh, that's something I always run into an issue with. Like you got to open your phone. You got to add to contact. Let's be honest. Sometimes you don't remember everybody's name. You know, if it's if it's relatively new, uh, so having that link profile that add to contact is going to be, uh, I think, a fantastic feature. Um, you mentioned a couple things uh, within that answer as well that I found really interesting. Uh, messaging that you kind of message because you talked about forward thinking for companies, especially now. I mean, I I think in the UK it's 
quite similar to the U.S., where a lot of the companies want to get ahead, particularly on social issues and climate change and the environment is certainly one of those issues as well. And you mentioned kind of that forward messaging, marketing and things like that going forward and, and touching on that. So I guess when, when you get to that level and you kind of give that approach to those companies, how big of a messaging and how big of a play is that going to be for you guys in addition to the contactless technology? How do you think you'll balance that type of pitch in terms of your marketing? Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. I I would love to say like the environmental impact will just like carry us forward. But here's the thing, like when you're, and I think for anyone that, that thinks that's the case, like hasn't been in business enough to know that it's not the case, unfortunately. Like my previous business was, it was around software, around food waste, so trying to reduce food waste with software. And whenever we, whenever you're kind of like talking about, uh, it was around donations as well, donating excess food. And it was quite, it was really difficult to convince businesses to partake in it because, because like they'd have to pay us some money, but they like that month, that food would go to a charitable cause. But I guess they don't see any financial benefit from it. They don't see any like saving in money. They don't see any like increase in marketing value or they don't see, I guess, an improvement to their bottom line, which is what they want. I've had that experience of trying to sell a sustainable or like ethical solution to businesses. And it's really tricky. It's really, really tricky. So I've learned my lesson there. I know that the entry point is, I mean, it's quite, it's quite good to have that for us, like the sustainability thing, because it's what we started. It's what we care about so much. Like, I think if you go on like our competitors' websites, and if you look at us, like, we started this because of the sustainable element. Like our card is made of like 100% biodegradable plastic and we care about the, the trees that are cut down, like wasted because of the paper business cards, right? But like, I know for a fact that it won't carry us in those conversations with businesses. Like we need to be able to save them money. We need to be able to give them extra value that is, you know, quantifiable by either savings or extra revenue. And whether that's like saving time whether that's saving, you know, actual money, whether that's actually like leading to, you know, client generation or stuff like that. If you can actually deliver value to them in terms of costs or revenues, or whatever, that's when they'll actually buy it. When it's a sustainable thing, uh, when, if you've just got that going for you, it's a very tough sell. I'm not saying it's impossible because you might get lucky and there's maybe a head of marketing or head of business, uh, operations that really cares about that sort of stuff but usually you're selling to people who are very senior very executive who have been in the business for 20 20 30 years who frankly don't care about these issues as much as younger people do and th these are these are the truths like this is just like how business works right and you, although it is sad like you've got to build a product i guess that ensures that it delivers value to your end customer. And if your end customer is a business, uh, you have to be able to give them value in terms of that. So and like just being able to save them, I guess, the guilt, they might not have that guilt in the first place, like like you and I have when you're throwing away paper business cards, like that might not even exist. No, I agree completely. And I think that's why there's like that fine balance in your marketing strategy and in your sales pitch, which I, I find your company kind of interesting in that. And that's kind of why I talked about you know, your, your freelancers as a target and your corporations, because I feel like the pitches mm -hmm. could be different. Cause I think 
uh, personally, you obviously will understand it better than I, I think that environment pitch might work better for somebody, let's uh, say me or uh, a smaller business that's like, oh, I only really need a card for myself, maybe one other person. That's super cool. I'm not going to order 100 cards because usually, you know, they require you to order like 100. You're like, I don't really need 100, right? Uh, versus the corporation where you could almost use it more as like a bonus pitch. Like, hey, in addition to contact lists, in addition to this innovation that's going to get you more clients and improve your networking and things like that, you also have the added benefit of kind of putting off that message of environment and message of, you know, preserving, you know, the environment and things like that if you're a big corporation. So I find it a pretty interesting spot that you're kind of in, in terms of your marketing, because I feel like with your wide base, and of course, you're running all your customer segments, your data analysis right now, that it'll be interesting to see what really works for each segment and which target. Mm, yeah, no, it's exactly. And like, you have to kind of balance the two depending on who you speak to, right? Like, that's the trick of sales, right? Like, yeah, I, I massively agree with you. I think it's it's really important, like, to balance the two. Um, but yeah, like with the freelancers and like small business owners, they they really care about their environmental impact. So that's what we play on, uh, like because they're similar to us, I guess. They, 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 we're closer to them than we are with the big corporates. Mm -hmm. um, so like we, the reason why we started is to help those sort of people more than the big corporates, but. But we also see a lot of problems that exist with big corporates that we feel like can be helped. And when you're when you're kind of like selling a solution that can save a lot of trees, it's like and corporates are, you know, the big sort of contenders and the big sort of people that are attributable to that. Then you've got to sell to corporates as well. Like, yeah, to actually make a huge impact, that's who you have to convince. And if you have to convince them, then you have to build out some products and, you know, value propositions that, that convince them very, very easily. The only thing with sustainability, more more in the sustainability aspect rather than, I guess, just us, the only thing I guess that they can get value from uh, when it comes to just sustainability, so no other sort of tech value or whatever, like cost savings or revenue generation, is possibly they could get more customers from the marketing aspect. Uh, I know a lot of companies that are just sustainable, that's all they're selling, that play on that. So they're like, yeah, you can play this back to consumers and they'll they'll buy more. But when you're when you're selling a and I've seen that work very well actually, like there's companies that, that just play on that. But when you're selling to businesses and when you're selling a solution that's very like business to business orientated, as in they only use a paper they only use a business card when they're talking to other businesses or when they're talking to other sort of individuals and it's not consumer facing that doesn't stick. So I guess you have to really define how you want to speak to different people, how you want to like structure your value propositions with different people, what value you can offer to them and that sort of thing. Because with us, we can't just say, yeah, you can put this on your marketing, might not work. Like you can maybe attract more employees, like better employees from that, but it's it's a bit of a stretch. So the way we want to structure it is you can save time, you can, you can like develop more value, like lead generation and stuff like that. Uh, that's what we're going down the route with. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely spot on because you're right. It's all about value in business. And, you know, capitalism is literally yeah. all about your value propositions. What type of value are you providing the business? What are you providing a consumer? And uh, unfortunately, like you said, just saying, yeah, you're you're going to say a thousand plus trees uh, ain't enough. So that's why that's why I think it's interesting though because I do think that you will have and 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 I'll be very curious to monitor and see how you guys progress in the future because I do think you'll have two different segments where you can kind of give two different marketing pitches and one's going to work really well, you know, like that would work on me. I mean yeah. it, it, it did work on me, you know, and then uh 
as evidence of bringing you on the show. And then I think uh, from a corporate, bigger corporate business standpoint, you know, if I go knock on the door on Microsoft and, you know, be like, hey, head, head over to Redmond, which is a suburb of Seattle, knock on the door of Microsoft, say, hey, guess what? You can save a thousand trees with this card. It's not going to work, mm. right? So, no, no. So it's going to be an interesting thing for, and I'm very curious to, to kind of monitor your team's progress um, and how that goes forward with your evolution in your business in the years. But uh, I want to give you a little bit of time as well to talk about how people, because uh, I, I think that there are probably a decent amount of people that are entrepreneurs, are small business owners, or you know what, even people that just kind of want to have a cool card to share links and network with in general, because I mean, I think there's a little bit of a market for that too. Yeah. Uh, so tell people a little bit how they could buy your card, what types of benefits you get. I know you mentioned about a group and a, a bit of a community as well. And, and tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, just to show you, I guess, how the card works again. Sorry about audio listeners only. Actually, I'll try to do it far away so that, so that the microphone picks it up. I don't know if you heard that, but you just press it on, the, on someone's phone. So it works with iOS and Android. No one needs an app. And your whole pro your profile comes up. So this background is customizable. So I picked this one, but you might not like it. You can pick whatever you want. And yeah, you can go onto any link, but it's got like your LinkedIn, WhatsApp. It can have your Instagram, your email address. Like for me, I do a lot of blogging. So it's got a link to my blog and like YouTube, anything really like TikTok. We could have TikTok and yeah, people can like go directly to whatever they want. So like, say if you want to check out my LinkedIn, press LinkedIn, go straight there. But you can see it. So yeah, if you want to get one, like thank you so much. If you want to get one, that's, that's amazing because we're a small business, so it means so much if you want to support us. You can just go on our website, wingcard.io. The link will be in in Will's description, I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, you can you can just check us out. We we ship worldwide as well, so I know like we've had a lot of customers from the US recently, which is which is very cool. We didn't really expect it, but yeah, we do ship worldwide. I think our weirdest kind of order from like a, a weird country, I guess like not weird country, but just like we didn't expect it at all was probably Israel. Like didn't expect that at all. But it's quite cool to know that we have like customers around the world, which is like really weird for like, I guess a starting company. But yeah, because it can work on iOS, Android, no one needs an app. So it's, it's completely like it's compatible with a lot of different devices. So yeah, that's how you can check it out. Uh, I think as well for Will's listeners for this podcast, we're offering like, our lowest price because we are planning on increasing our price a little bit just because like we're going out of the launch phase but we're still going to offer you guys the low launch rate price so if you do want to check it out it's it's probably the best to use will's link because otherwise you will have to pay slightly more <laughs> so yeah that's that's the card and, and also like if you do want to get involved with suggesting new features that we build out exclusively for you and then you know if you want to get access to new features exclusive you know access to new features you can join our launch group once you buy a card so you can join the launch group there's about 20 of us in the group at the moment really cool atmosphere so yeah you just you just message our group on slack saying like i'd love like this sort of background because it matches my brand and we can build it out for you or i want this this social media platform and we build it out for you or i don't know someone suggested they want a location so we build that out for them literally anything uh you can just come and yeah, we, we, we do listen to our customers quite a lot because they support us. We need to, you know, build out solutions for them. We need to make you guys happy. So yeah, if you do want to buy one, we really do appreciate it. And Will's link is the cheapest link that you'll find. <laughs> Hit up the link. Hit up the link. Take advantage of the deal. I mean, the cards are always going to be uh, affordable, like you mentioned earlier. But I mean, everybody likes a cheaper price. So if, you, if you're interested to a card, hit up the link in the description uh, in an opportunity. We'll, we'll have that posted as well uh, in the future uh, for our blog posting. 
uh, that we'll have on this article and this feature on Wing uh, and Cena there as well. Uh, I also want to touch just last and briefly a little bit on another kind of side venture that you have that, that also really interests me for obvious reasons, and that's the podcast that you launched, uh, you know, the Millennial mm. Entrepreneur Podcast, and I think that's super cool, uh, obviously the millennial-themed. Uh, tell us just a little bit about wh- why you started that and, and kind of the platform it is and, and how people can check that out. Yeah, so I run a podcast called The Millennial Entrepreneur. So I saw the reason why I started it, I started it over a year ago now. And the reason why I started it is because I saw so many entrepreneurship podcasts out there that we're just interviewing sort of middle-aged men that kind of got rich from like the early stages of the internet. And I didn't, as as a young founder myself, I didn't really relate to them. What they What they did in the early stage of the internet was amazing, of course, but you can't really do that much now with that sort of with the stuff that they did so the reason why i started the millennial entrepreneur is because i wanted to get founders who other young founders could relate to so it's a platform for just young founders so we've had so if, like just to give you guys examples so we've got people who have won forbes 30 under 30 uh the youngest ever person who's got investment from dragon's den which is our version of uh shark tank and we've had tedx speakers as well so it's just focusing on young people which is really cool and it's really amazing for me because I get massively inspired by people who are doing some amazing things. And they're, you know, the sort of messages I get are amazing because, you know, they're really relatable. I try to interview, you know, founders from all different backgrounds, you know, genders and that sort of thing. Just because entrepreneurship isn't just about like middle-aged white men. It's about, it's open to everyone. And with this platform that I've created for for people, uh, for other young founders, I hope that that's the sort of message that comes across because I, I try so hard to make it inclusive for everyone because entrepreneurship shouldn't be like that. So, you know, as a founder of color myself, I get massively inspired by seeing other founders, you know, minority founders that have done some amazing things. So yeah, that's the podcast It's on episode like 65 at the moment. That's some pretty amazing guests. I think, I guess loads of people ask me about my favorite guests. Oh, I don't know. It's really difficult to say, but I guess someone, I had this woman on, her name's Stephanie Sword-Williams. She was pretty cool. Uh, she's Forbes 30 under 30. And like she found success really, like I guess, a bit later in her career. She was like 29, 28 when she, went, when she won Forbes 30 under 30. And she was in some like dead-end job. She wasn't really enjoying it. And like one day she just, just quit. And literally like she wrote an article about how women should be more empowered in the workplace and you shouldn't wait until you're like at very senior levels in a company to be able to to have people celebrate your talents and stuff like that and the article went crazy um within six months she got like a book deal and then she was like a tedx speaker and then she won four percent under 30 and now she's like a freelance speaker doing you know some amazing events so she did an event with like puma and she's doing like all these different events to empower women in workplaces so i loved her story because it happened like it was amazing to hear someone hate their job quit it's a very empowering story i love this i love stories like that and just really took control of her life uh and just pushed in the direction that she wants to go into to empower the people that struggle with the problem that she struggled with i love stories like that so so she's probably my favorite guest, but I've had so many other people like sustainability entrepreneurs. That's another soft spot of mine because obviously like with my business as well, it's around sustainable, sustainability. So I've had someone who's created technology to create like to convert uh, like human feces into electricity. That is like phenomenal to me. So he's he's like, he's making those like makeshift toilets in 
African villages that create electricity that the villages can use for like cooking and heating and stuff like that. So how does that even happen? But yeah, so he did that and I had him on the podcast. So yeah, just people like that, really. Some really cool people. Yeah, definitely, definitely check out the Millennial Entrepreneur podcast. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Senior does a great job. And, you know, it's, it's one of the, the things that kind of inspired me to get going. My podcast is very similar, you know, definitely surrounding solutions to global issues that we have. So definitely give that a listen to. You can follow it on Instagram is kind of the place where I found it. Uh, it's also on YouTube. It's a video podcast. So you can watch episodes if you're into that. And then, of course, you can find it. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but Apple and Spotify as well. And, and they can download it. Yeah, literally every podcast platform, even in India. I know India's got their own like podcast platform. So we're actually like on those ones as well. It took us a while to get on there, but we're on there. Hey, there yeah. you go. Expanding the demographic. <laughs> Gotta love it. Sina, anything you'd like to add regarding Wing and what you guys are doing there in, in terms of um, you know sharing that with the listeners? What I would love for the listeners to take away from Wing is that I guess like we're not like the other contactless business cards companies. We really want to help people in terms of creating meaningful conversations, meaningful connections with people. So yeah, if you buy into us early, join our launch group, or if you buy into us later down the line, like it's, it's okay. But I guess what I'd love for you to take away from this is that we won't just be a, you know, a, a contactless business card company. We really want to build software around, you know, all your pain points, but to accelerate our growth, to, to ensure we can satisfy all those different pain points, like join our launch group and, you know, follow us on Instagram and that sort of stuff. Give us suggestions and that will really help us to grow and, and solve all those problems for you. So yeah, I'm a big advocate of trying to listen to people, listen to a lot of feedback, listen to consumers. So I will definitely listen to you, like whatever feedback that you have, whether you think it's amazing, whether you think it's like the worst thing you've ever seen, please let me know. Like I'll, I'll listen, I promise. And I'll probably agree with you, whatever you say. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what I'd love for the listeners to take away. So thank you so much, Will, for having me on the on the podcast. It was such a pleasure. I hope people enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much for, for coming on again. Once again, we're here with the Wing co-founder. Uh, and this is an innovation for new business cards. Not only does it eliminate waste and eliminate uh, and help uh, the environment as well, but what it also does is enhance technology for an outdated practice for networking. So it's a fantastic way to keep up to date. Once again, Wing co-founder, uh, Sina Sadsada, uh, Saturday, excuse me. And um, yeah, again, you can find it in the link. Again, if you want the cheaper price, you can definitely find that in the description on our platforms. If you want to make sure, go ahead to, uh, and get it. Again, he it ships into the US. They got plenty of clients from the US as well to join that group. If you're from the UK, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it is it free shipping in the UK? Yeah, free shipping in the UK. US, just like it's like a dollar or something. I can't remember how, on top of my head. But yeah, I mean, with your price, it's the cheapest ever. And like, oh, yes, this is another thing as well. A lot of competitors charge like a monthly thing. We don't do that. It's just like one off and you've got it forever. So, yeah, it's a lot more affordable in that way. Beautiful. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business owner listening, definitely get it. a wing card. Get it in on the business. It looks cool as well. You can check it out on YouTube, obviously, on their website, uh, which is wingcard.com. I O follow them on Instagram and everything support a great business that's that's providing a solution to some great causes uh, or a, to a problem that we have with waste also with a networking issue it's always fantastic to meet people uh, you know they say relationships 
the the quality of your relationships determine the happiness of your mm. life. So networking. Exactly. Definitely want to encourage that as well. So everyone, thanks again for tuning in to, to this episode of Talking Solutions with the Chesh. Again, we'll have more information uh, on Wing uh, in the future on our website and our platform. Um, so definitely looking forward to sharing more about that. And Sina, thanks again so much for coming on. I look forward to following uh, your guys' uh, journey uh, as well in the future. Thank you so much, Will. It was, it was such a pleasure. And uh, yeah, if anyone's actually interested in custom orders as well, like we're doing that at the moment. So if anyone wants to message me on that, don't hesitate. Metal's coming out soon, but don't know when. <laughs> So, yeah, keep keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, keep the eyes peeled for the metal. As of right now, the 100% biodegradable plastic is, is a fantastic solution as well. So thanks so much, Sina, for coming on. Uh, until the next episode, I hope everybody has a great rest of their day. Thanks for listening to the Talking Solutions with the Chesh podcast. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode, and you can find out more about our featured guests and their solutions on our Talking Solutions podcast Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube channels as we focus on highlighting individuals providing solutions to social problems and bringing optimism to the world.